I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey, you guys, and welcome back to the News Du Jour, a calmer space to consume the news. So I have to forewarn you guys, the cicadas are really aggressive outside of my home studio right now. I don't know if they're going to come through, but they may. I just choose to believe that they are part of the calming that is going to happen on this podcast. It's a calmer space to consume the news. We have some nature happening. We're embracing it, okay? Okay. Anywho, I wanted to issue a reminder real quick that the first Republican primary debate will be held on Fox News tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Central Time. I will definitely be tuning in and breaking it all down for you guys. So if debates aren't for you, do not worry. I will make sure you get the gist and any juicy details. Today is a pretty brief day when it comes to the news, but I'm going to go ahead and jump into a couple stories for you guys that are interesting or things you need to know. Let's get into it. So first up, I wanted to give you guys an update on Hillary, of course, the storm. First and foremost, there was a 5.1 level earthquake that also hit during this storm. And this is a thing, you guys. Hurricanes are known to cause earthquakes. And with that fault line running right under California, it kind of makes sense that this earthquake happened. People have deemed it hurricane, though, which I gotta say is iconic. Luckily, California is prepared for earthquakes, so that did not cause much damage, if any. There are no reports of structural damage or injuries due to the earthquake. Thank goodness. But Southern Cali was already hunkered down, bracing for the storm anyway. So what are we seeing from the storm? Streets are flooded, trees are downed, and there are sinkholes that have sucked up entire trucks. Fortunately, though, it seems that there have been zero deaths from the storm. Californians took the advice of local officials and they followed protocol and people stayed safe as a result. About 40,000 households are without power, according to the New York Times. Schools are closed and events have been canceled. But honestly, what a small price to pay for everyone's safety. What's more, they were able to capture a lot of these rains and put that water to use in the water supply. So that is also fantastic news for what used to be a very dry area of the country. So why were hurricanes in this area uncommon in the first place? That is a question I've been getting. Well, if you've ever tried to take a dip in the Pacific Ocean, you'll know the water is fucking cold there. And like we talked about yesterday, warm waters are crack to hurricanes. Cold water is, well, like cold water. It puts them out. And this storm is being downgraded or having been downgraded to a tropical storm may have had something to do with that cold current that runs along the Pacific coast. 
basically that cold water may have slowed things down. But because we know that our planet is warming and our oceans are therefore warming, this means that we may begin to see these types of weather events along California's coast more often. And if Cali continues to react the way that they did, hopefully everyone will continue to stay safe. And for our next story today, Mike Pence continues to stand up to President Trump. So Donald Trump's attorneys may have been building a case that he had actually declassified all the documents he had in his possession at Mar-a-Lago. Or at least that is what Trump has been saying a lot publicly, that he declassified all of these documents. As we've covered before on this podcast, a president can do that. They can declassify classified documents. That is perfectly fine. The only thing is, Trump didn't do that. Declassifying documents requires a lot of red tape and signatures, and basically, it would have left a massive paper trail to even declassify one document, let alone all of these documents. There is no evidence that Trump declassified the documents that he had in his possession, and now Pence is weighing in on the matter. As someone who is actually there working closely with Trump in his White House, Pence would likely have gotten wind of a massive effort to declassify a bunch of documents. And he said publicly on Sunday that he knew nothing about such an effort. This would seem to undercut the former president's potential defense in court or at least undercut what he has been saying publicly. And as a reminder... Trump faces 40 felony counts in regards to these documents. So there's a lot at stake here. We'll definitely keep you guys posted. On the topic of Trump's legal issues, though, Trump had a bond set at $200,000 by a judge in Georgia. As a part of this deal, Trump cannot communicate with any of his co-defendants, which, as a reminder, there are 17. And he cannot make, quote, direct or indirect threats of any nature against the community, end quote. The judge even specifically mentioned social media because obviously this has already been an issue for Trump in some of his other court cases. And he's already been posting slanderous things about Fonnie T. Willis, the woman bringing these charges against him in Georgia. But again, this is par for the course with Trump. The one person I'm a little bit more worried about, though, is Rudy Giuliani. He, like we talked about last week, is running out of money, and he will likely be required to pay a similar bond to Trump's. But he has, even though he has to put up only 10% of the cash, it may be difficult given the financial situation that he's in with all of these big payments looming. He doesn't have a big fan base to send him cash the way Trump does. So this could end up being a very serious situation for him. Again, I said this last week, but he is in the process of selling his Manhattan apartment. So that cash maybe could save him here, but it's not going to save him forever. Stay tuned. And for our final story today, we are headed back in time for an archaeological story. 
You guys know that I live for an archaeological find, and I felt like this slow news day was a perfect time to tell you guys about a new exciting discovery within an old case. So frozen human remains were found by hikers in the Austrian Alps back in 1991. The historians have been fascinated with this deceased man ever since. Who was he? How did he end up way up in the Alps? And what happened to him? His remains are now in Bolzano, Italy, in a museum where they have extracted some of his DNA and new secrets were revealed about this mummified man. He had been dead for approximately 5,300 years. He had dark skin and dark eyes, and he was likely bald. For so long, it was assumed that he was a white man, and sort of pictures that had been painted of him showed him with a full head of hair and a full beard, when this was definitely not the case. That said, it doesn't mean that he wasn't European. Early Europeans actually had much darker skin than what we see today. But this new DNA technology shows us that he is actually from what is modern-day Turkey. It is believed that he lived in a pretty remote area, but it is strange how he was found so far from where his relatives would have lived. Additionally, back in 2001, an x-ray revealed that he had an arrowhead in his shoulder, and the positioning of that arrowhead would have been fatal to him. He also had a head wound as well as defensive wounds, suggesting that his death may have been a violent one. While his life and death will probably always be shrouded in some layer of mystery, it is very cool to be getting to know him, or at least his ancestry, a little bit better. If we hear anything else about this mystery man, we'll be sure to keep you guys posted. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, The past is a place to learn from, not to live in. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news du jour. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugarfreemedia. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugarfreemedia, all one word on TikTok. Any little noises you may hear in the background are my rescue pup. He has a little separation anxiety and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from Oh, oh. oh.